from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. The number is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Megan is in Colorado Springs to start this hour. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. What's up? All right. I have a quick question for you. My car is totaled from hail damage, and my insurance evaluated it, and there's two options. One, take the total off settlement um, and a higher check and then I would purchase a different used car or a lower check and have it as a salvage title. How much is the car worth? Um, 15000 So they're going to give you a $15,000 check? Well, actually, I had added um, a 20% car replacement assistant, so it's actually, if I do the total loss, it'll be nineteen grand. If I do the salvage title, it'll be thirteen grand. Yeah. Did you have um, did, did you have uh, uh, a loan on the car? No, it's paid off. Wow, good for you. That is good. Okay, take the check, the big I'm one. On, Take the big one. Yeah, what would be the okay. purpose in taking the small one? Wait a minute. Here, yes, here, here's the alternative. Well, I have, here's the alternative, and it's easy for you to figure out. This is how this is how I made the decision that fast. Okay, if you had. $19,000 in your hand, would you go mm-hmm. buy a $6,000 hail-damaged salvage car, salvage title, for your driving car? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's well, the same decision. The only, you now have $19,000 in your thing, hand, and they want you to buy this car for 6000 bucks. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll pass. The only thing is that they'll... They're going to tow it if I take the 19000 So? And I still have to buy it. You'll be able to cover So what? That. You got $19,000. I think you can go rent a car and then go buy one. Rent you a car okay. for a week and go look around, find you a car. There you go. Yeah. They can have it. That's It's theirs once you take the money. But, yeah, they, they it's their car. They buy it. Um, and you could probably okay. actually negotiate, like, you know, a little bit of distance between the time they give you the, the you know, pick it up in a week. Give me a week to get another car after you give me my check. Just work on them. Work on them a little okay. bit. But if even if they don't, just okay. go rent you a car. But you you don't want that car, darling. Mm-mm. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you, were well, you trying to do something else with the money? Do you have debt to pay off, or it was just this is that on that? Well, no, I'm on I'm on baby step three, and it's drivable. It just has a lot of dents on it yeah, oh, so yeah. It's, it's, it's a it's a mess it. mm-hmm. yeah yeah Cut it looks loose. like it looks okay. like a teenager with acne <laughs> come on dave yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry bad. it's bad it's bad you, I, I, I had a car like i had a friend of mine did that there was one there was two guys here working here years ago and we used to have two of those cars that had the hell oh, beat gosh. the hail beat out of them there you go um <laughs> In the, uh, they were sitting in the parking lot. They looked like they'd been shot with an AR. Oh man! Oh my gosh! On full auto, but yeah, it was, uh, it was amazing. No, no, you don't want that. That's <laughs> even if you don't spend nineteen on a car. If that's you want to go saying, buy a thirteen thousand yeah. dollar car, that's okay. Uh, but just get one that doesn't 
look like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, yeah. You you can't. The problem with this other car is you can't get rid of it once you got it. And you got six thousand dollars tied up in it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. That's good. Hey, good good question. <laughs> Haven't had that one in a while. Yeah, Open cool. phones at 888-825-5225. David's in San Antonio. Hi, David. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you today? Better than we deserve. How can we help? So I've uh, got a couple questions. First one, I'm I'm getting close to finishing baby step two. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see the finish line. It's maybe weeks or even a couple of months away. Um, I've been doing the baby steps, I guess, for about three years now. I didn't even know I was doing them. Uh, I've also been saving as well, and I'm ready to move to baby step three, but I'm just scared, okay? Um, I admit I do still use a couple of credit cards, but I pay them off in full every month. Uh, I know you're not a big fan of credit scores, but I'm rocking about 800. Um, I don't care. I had a... <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you said you know okay. I'm not a That's... fan. I really don't. How... I, I know. I know. Um, I had a couple of expensive trips over the summer. Most of it's paid for. I have one last credit card bill due. In David, you are doing nothing we up. teach. Why are you asking our advice? Well, um, here's the thing. Um, I've got about, uh, I have a student loan to the tune of about 6300 and change. Um, now, I had $5,000 in treasury bills, and I just moved that over to my savings account down the street at my credit union. With what I had in there already, I'm sitting on about 8800 in liquid cash. Okay. Um, so, so take a trip. Well, you got the money. Uh, do I take a trip, or do I just drop a nuclear bomb on my student loan and my credit card and be done with it? I mean, what do you think? Um, what do you think we might say? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. You do know, David. Uh, you know what we're going to say, David. <laughs> David, um, I'm David. I'm going to drain my savings. Come on, David. Um, Don't play yourself. I, <laughs> you I, know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, I, I will drain my savings, and yes. I can rebuild it. I, I mean, I'm, I've... You I definitely make, can rebuild I make enough, it. I make enough to put money away every month. How much do you make? But I'm just... Uh, I'm working two jobs right now, mm-hmm. combined about 48 K. Okay. Um, I yeah. am applying for, for, for another job. Um, and all sarcasm aside, I am really curious why, when you don't do anything else we say, do you care what we think? That is a good question. Mm, you seem to be an authority on this. So well, I know, but you, but I'm an authority on the other stuff you're doing and you weren't doing it and you knew that. And so I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, you kind of have to decide who you is, you know? And Fair enough. Okay. I, I, and so um, I, I don't mind. It doesn't offend me. I'm going to go on with my life. You're going to go on with yours. So we'll still be friends. You know, I love you. I'm glad your life is good. Mm-hmm. But the, the, if you pick and choose on the buffet of what we lay out in front of Ramsey, all the Ramsey things, and you pick and choose, you're really, you could almost get yourself in trouble. Mm-hmm. Because you sort of do it, sort of do this, sort of do that, sort of do this, and then all you know, you're you know you're going to run those credit cards back up. Statistically, yeah. there's a ninety percent chance you're going to go back in credit card debt because you still honestly think a credit score is a good thing because you're proud of it. You still honestly think while you've got this debt that it's okay to travel. You still honestly are wondering whether you ought to cash out your savings and put it towards it. Those are honest discussions in your head. But I can just tell you from a from having done this for 30 years where the, all of those things are going to lead you, and you can't just do one of them and keep doing the other two mm-hmm. or three and end up in a good place, dude. 
we love you too much to not tell you the truth. So yeah. um, you'll be wandering. I in really the would not pay off your debt with this money unless you're going to cut up your credit cards and start living on less than you make and plug in responsibility to the whole thing. If you're not going to do the whole thing, please don't do just a little of it. It could bring you harm. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Today's question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When you're looking to buy a home and need professional inspection, trust the Neighborly brand Housemaster. From plumbing and electrical to roofing and siding, they inspect a home top to bottom to help you make an informed decision. Schedule a visit with Housemaster on Neighborly.com today. Today's question comes from Jeremy in Arizona. I'm having a mini dilemma over my finances and could use a neutral third party. I have some student loans to pay off and I could have it all paid off by now, but I held off when I thought I could qualify for Biden's student debt relief plan. I was prepared for that possibility and am still able to pay off my remaining balance. I've heard that the Biden administration is supposedly working on another avenue for debt relief. While I know logically that paying off my debt sooner rather than later is the smart call, I know there's a part of me that will feel cheated if I pay these loans now and find out I would have been approved for relief later. I feel like I know what you'll say, (laughs) but as I said, I'd feel better to hear it from a neutral third party. I don't know that I'm neutral. I just think that you need to pay your bills off. You need to pay your student debt. You've got the money sitting there pay your debt. There's no relief coming. There is no relief coming. I'm telling you the relief. The only relief there is, is 30 years from now when you're about to retire and you've worked your whole life paying. And then maybe just maybe there's a small chance, depending on who might be in administration at that time, depending on who might decide that they want to make themselves look good politically, there might be a sliver of a lightning bolts chance that you might get a little bit of forgiveness. Who wants to live their life like that? Not me. I like Dave, I like being in control of my life. I like knowing that if Jade says she's going to do it, she's going to do it. I will not, and you shouldn't either, live your life with this debt hanging over your head. Because when you do this, and this is not just to Jeremy, this is to anybody who's holding on to debt, thinking that there's a, a sliver of a chance of a possibilities chance that you might get forgiveness. You, your body feels that. Your body knows you're in debt. 
Uh, Dr. John would say it all the time. Your body keeps a score. You know when you've got $50,000 in debt. That's why e- $100,000 of debt. That's why even these uh, these payment plans that they have set up and they're telling you, hey, it's okay. You can just pay $12 a month and the interest won't accrue. You hey. think you can't feel the fact that you still owe $150,000 of debt? Absolutely. And let me tell you what else you can feel, Jeremy. Um, the guy who's out there that's a welder, uh, the gal that's cutting hair, they shouldn't have to pay your bill. You know who pays it if you don't? Taxpayer. They didn't sign up for your debt. You signed up for it, son. You pay your bill. You owe it. You owe it. It's a moral and an ethical obligation. You need to pay it. Quit waiting around the government to fix your life. 10 years from today, 20 years from today, you will be where you are based on who you count on. Do you count on your efforts and God's blessings, or do you count on Washington, D.C.? The people that count on Washington, D.C., their life sucks. If you sit around and wait on the government to fix your life, you're going to be standing in the DMV line the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. You're not, it doesn't work. Waiting on politicians to deliver the goods you will be waiting on your deathbed for it. They just don't do it. Let me tell you who delivers the goods, Jeremy. You do. Get up off your assets and go to work and pay your bill. You owe it. And that guy who's a welder, that gal who's cutting hair, she doesn't owe your money, and she shouldn't have to pay it. The taxpayer shouldn't carry your burden. You're not poor. You're just leaning towards socialism because some stupid college professor who studied more Karl Marx than he has capitalism influenced you at some point. Mm, that's a word. And you got to get off of it. Pay your dead gum bill. It's that simple. Now we got social media stirred up. There Here we, we go. go, boys and girls. It. Light it up, children's. All right. Sky is with us. Sky is in Biloxi, Mississippi. Hey, Sky, how are you? I'm doing good today. Thank you. Sure. How are y'all? Better than we deserve. How can we help? <laughs> um, I'm pretty much n- snowballed myself over the last 18 months into a lot of credit card debt. Um, mm. Got out of it and got right back in it. How'd you do that? And What'd you do? Um, bought a house and remodeled it. Mm. You sell the house yet? <laughs> well, that was an option. And Oh, I thought um, you meant you were really- flipping it. I misunderstood. Okay. What do you, <laughs> no, how much no, credit card debt have you got? It. Um, sixty-five thousand. All for remodeling. Um, no, honestly, probably thirty, thirty-five thousand of it is from remodeling it. The other stuff is probably from traveling and trying other different business adventures, ventures that just didn't all work out. How old are you? Um, forty-four. What do you make? Uh, so I, I'm right now. I'm making eighty-eight, about eighty-eight hundred a month, but. About thirty five hundred is coming from a job that I'm probably not going to have in another couple of more months. I do all contract work, mm-hmm. and contract I don't work on what? What do you do? I do accounting work, bookkeeping. Okay, so you go get another one. If that contract falls out, you let go get another. I'm trying. One. So what's I'm the? <laughs> you, you haven't lost it yet. What? What's? The, where are you today? What's your question? Um. So I, I know bankruptcy is not an option at You're all. Not bankrupt. Um, not even close. No, you make $8,800 a month. You have $65,000 in debt. I know. You're not bankrupt. I know, and I, know, and I, just, I guess it's just being by myself and trying to pay all the bills. 
it's hard. Okay, you're out of control and scared, but you're not bankrupt. That'll hold. I don't know if I should call these and like negotiate. Are they in collections? Um, some of them are. How far behind are you? Four months. How much is your car payment? Um, I'm I'm not. I pay on my house note and my car note. How much is the car payment? Four eighty-five. And what do you owe on the house? One seventy-one. And what's it worth? Um. When I bought it a year ago, and what's it, was it worth today? I I don't know. Fixed. You put thirty five grand fixing it up. Correct. What do you yeah. think it's worth? Well, the lady, the realtor that came over, says that she doesn't think I could sell it for the, you know two ten. What I would really want want to sell it for to get recoup my costs well, from you'd it. You'd like to, but like to yeah. in, in reality is different things. Like to doesn't yeah. establish price. Mm. Okay, so you got two hundred thousand dollars house. You owe one hundred seventy one on it. And um, that won't even give you your money back because you did a bad deal. Correct, yes. And you're four months behind on credit cards. And you have a $400 car payment, and you make 8800 a month for now, but you're afraid you're going to lose one of these contracts, and you're scared and out of control. Is that a good summary? Correct. Yeah. Been there and done that. It's no fun, is it? I'm sorry, mm-hmm. honey. I'm sorry. We can help you if you're willing to embrace it. I can show you how to fix it, okay? Definitely. You're not bankrupt, hon. You've just been making a lot of for something is causing you to make huge moves in impulsive manners, like you're mm-hmm. lurching around. Like That's like the I travel did. the travel wasn't logical as broke as you were, but you did it anyway. Correct. And the car wasn't logical, but you did it anyway. Yes, I needed a vehicle at the time and I that's a, that's But a you went over but you went overboard. Yes. And the house wasn't logical at the time, but you did anyway. So you've got a, there's something causing your decision-making process, the impulsiveness of it. I know this because I've done it myself and that's how I recognize it, but it was 30 years ago, but I can still smell it in the air on you. The impulsiveness is causing your, uh, financial snowball. It's piled up on you is what it is. It's like piled up over your head and and then you wake up and you have a moment of reality and it's freak out moment. You can't Mm -hmm. breathe. Exactly correct. Yeah, I thought so, hon. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put you with a financial counselor. You're not bankrupt. You just need a game plan, and you've got to quit lurching around. No more impulsive decisions, okay? Slow, gentle, wise decisions from this point forward. I'm going to pay for the financial counselor. It's not going to cost you a thing, and we're going to put you into Financial Peace University. It's not going to cost you a thing. When I was your age, I was more broke than you are because of similar habit patterns. You got to stop it to clean it up. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org budget. That's chministries.org budget. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. 
in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Chase and Shelby are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Great. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. Where do y'all live? Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. All right. Good for you. And I understand from our producers that, Shelby, you paid off all your debt before y'all got married. Uh, And so... um, you know, we got Shelby up here just to prove that he's the husband. He didn't exactly. do anything. He's just he's just my my showpiece today. There he is. He's the eye he's the eye candy, right? There we yeah. go. All right. There. All right. Good. Very cool. All right, Shelby, how much debt did you pay off before you got married? 79,000. Good for you. And how long did that take? About 34 months. Come Good on. for you. And your range of income during that time? Started with 60 and ended with 95. Cool. Like what do you boss. do for a living? I'm a speech-language pathologist. Ah, very good. And what kind of debt was the 79? All student loans. Okay. <laughs> so how old were you uh, when you started this three years ago? It was right after I graduated grad school, so I was 24. 24. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you're 27 and you finish. And how long were you all engaged? Uh, just about a year. We got married in June. Okay. Really so cool. yeah. Shelby's has got this girl he's going out with and she's not buying anything ever because she's getting out of debt and he's like what in the world pretty much (laughs) so how did this conversation go when y'all were dating seriously well we knew each other a little bit before we started dating so it kind of came up really early but we had known each other um but i do remember i said something about dave ramsey and he just immediately like badmouthed you and i was like this, oh, this may not work um, she put you out there on oh, this may not work but like probably a week later he was talking about dave ramsey who said okay maybe there's hope um but i think i just remember telling him he was like guessing how much loans i had and he just his jaw just kind of dropped and but i said but like i'm i'm on this plan like i'm gonna get this taken care of like I'm out of debt. Um, and so I have to give him a lot of credit too because he was very much prepared to like take on the debt when we got married if I still had some. Ah, That's there you cool. go. So. Okay. Well, that offsets the Dave Ramsey stuff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, he made a complete 180. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> that is amazing. $79,000 of student loan debt. I can't yeah. say that loud enough. No. <laughs> Will you just say a few words for the folks who have 80000 of student loan? What What makes you different? Why did you look at this and say, I can do it versus looking for any other way out i i mean like i I took it out like yes (laughs) i needed to pay it back i mean it was for my degree i i chose to go to an out-of-state grad school Mm -hmm. so that was my choice um and so just responsibility for it and i knew i knew i'd be able to just live better after like i just i wouldn't have the debt yeah it's it's absolutely worth it so man love to hear it yeah yeah that's very good well i mean you could take care of it or you and shelby could take care of it and you're not waiting on joe biden okay. i mean this is a good plan it's a good yeah. plan yeah it's yeah. really nice too like in our marriage i mean we're on babysit 3b so we're just we're not having to worry about it that's you right. don't have to worry about any debt so it's saving been for a house exactly yeah. yeah saving for a house okay so you're in your mid-20s coming out of grad school you're tearing through this hard 36 months what do you tell people 34 months the key to getting out of debt is oh gosh i don't know that i had one key to be honest like i just oh i've got it backwards <laughs> they told me i got the names wrong oh shelby's yeah. the girl chases the guy yeah that's right i got this so screwed up <laughs> why didn't y'all correct me I, dave I, you're giving chase more reasons not to i know <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just kept hearing no. shelby i wasn't really paying attention you're just going with it yeah. I was, yeah um i don't know i mean budgeting for me was really big i needed to see it i needed to pay like allocate money to my debt first mm-hmm. before then i could allocate to other things um and so i think budgeting was the biggest thing for me man okay 
Okay, and you got out and got the new job immediately with the degree. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I moved. I um, did side hustles. I got some career advancements at my job. Um, so that that all helped into the increase. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Make it sound so easy. I know. I wasn't. I sold my car. Oh. <laughs> oh. Let's hear more about that. Oh, I cried. Um, the car didn't have any debt, but I got a great opportunity um, for my company to have a company car, and uh-huh. so I. I sold my personal car. Shelby, you get it. You just get it. <laughs> no, I had to call to Dave do. and George to, to really talk me through it. Wow. What was the car worth? 16000 Oh, wow. So that leapfrogged it. Though. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. And that's and that, too, I think is really what put me over the edge to be able to get out of debt before we got married. Yeah. Um, so, But he was prepared. I mean, we were going to be debt-free in the airport on the honeymoon because yeah. he was saving money um, while we were engaged. But, but we didn't have to. Yeah. That's wonderful. I love it. I love it. Very well done. I just love, you can hear it in your voice. You can hear that you're free. Oh, yeah. This was worth it. It's joyful. I mean, anybody listening can hear it. We can see it all over your face. It changes It changes you. Yeah, it's great. I mean, our, our, I, I just, it's great. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, yeah, you can tell. Like, I just, it's been so much. It's been, it was a hard journey. Um, there, there what were was tears. The, what was the hardest part? Selling your car or was there another? <sighs> Selling my car was really hard um, as I loved my car. But I think um, just doing the side hustles, there were some mm-hmm. that were harder than others. And I had to say no and spend my Saturdays um, doing side hustles. And that was hard because uh, I felt like I wasn't getting to do things that my friends were doing in their 20s. Um, but just knowing now like what's ahead and that we don't have to worry about the debt still, mm-hmm. that it, it's worth it. And so. do you ever look back and go, oh man, if only I had been able to buy that dress or if only I had been able to do no. that thing. No, and I think that's one thing I really learned was like the delayed gratification and thinking about, do I really need this? Do I want this? Um, and so it's just, no, I don't, I don't, don't regret the dresses. It worked out. I had other things in my closet. There we yeah, go. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. So Chase, what's it like watching your fiance finish this up? Yeah, it was um the the experience was it was tough to watch because yeah. there were you know, you see the emotions. It's not is she wasn't always like, you know, just airy and free. Like there's a lot of hard, challenging mm-hmm. times and, and I remember the first uh, you know, the first month or so we were dating, her weekends were doing grocery delivery, um, getting her income up other ways before the job started taking off and so it was it was a lot to deal with and you know you start realizing if you want to be with if i want to be with her i need to prepare as well so so she helped me grow up a lot too in the, in the time we dated i love that yeah yeah sometimes people just living well in front of you does that that's pretty cool that's a nice compliment well yes. done well said sir well said good work proud of you who was cheering you on other than just chase um my parents uh-huh and then i had um, a small group of friends who knew what I was doing, they didn't know how much <laughs> that mm-hmm. I was working towards. Um, but my friends, I had I had a friend who would send me like odd side jobs, and she's like, "Do you need to add to your side hustles?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, my small group of friends was definitely they were my cheerleaders too. That's very good. Yeah. Very good. Well, I bet your parents are proud of you. Yeah, we're proud of you. Mm-hmm. Well done. Very well done. Great young couple. Great start. Very cool. Hey, we've got the Live and Give box for you. That's the Baby Steps Millionaires book. You two are on track to be there for sure. And a Total Money Makeover book to give to one of your friends that's uh, fighting their way through this. Financial Peace University. If you two hadn't been through that together as a couple, you ought to. Uh, it's free. And if you if you don't, then give it to somebody. Any of it's good. It's all there for you to say thank you for coming from Fort Worth to do your debt-free scream here. 
All right, it's Shelby with Chase and Toe. I love it. $79,000 paid off before the marriage. Did it in 34 months, making 60 to 95. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're, We're debt-free. That's how it's done. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Wow. These dating conversations are interesting to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you're doing Dave Ramsey. Have you not heard about him? Yeah. Ooh, gross. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of stuff that comes yes, up. Yes. You can I see know. you can see it in the social media feed. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's, it's funny. And, and then. But you got to be careful because you might be talking to like a Ramsey fan. That's true. Somebody whose life has been changed and then you just ruined the date. Well, yeah. You, yes, that's right. You got to yeah. know who your dating pool is. It's kind of like talking politics. I mean, it could get you in trouble. You know? oh. Like you mean. You, you know what? Just get it out of the you, way on the first date. You mean you voted wrong? What? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> on the first date, tell them who you voted for and say Dave Ramsey and see what happens. And just Yeah, you can pretty much. That's a great screener system there. And did they pay cash for dinner? This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Bela is with us in Cincinnati. Hi, Bela. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Dave. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm super excited about this. And uh, let's uh, let's jump right in here. So yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm a long time listener and a very short time putting into actioner. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, that being said, I have a, uh, an idea for a, a, a business plan, LLC, independent contractor, uh, side hustle. And I'd like to know how to do what I'm going to do. Currently I'm employed with the state of Ohio mm-hmm. and, um, I work for the Ohio department of natural resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I make 43000 annually. And what's the side hustle idea? Side hustle idea. Okay. So, side hustle idea is a management plan. I have a degree in wildlife management, mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's, it's goose management. Mm-hmm. So, I have a dog. Mm-hmm. He's my best friend. His name is Arlo. He's a border collie. Oh, yeah. I know the deal. Yeah. Yeah, I've got so some friends like in New York State that have uh, they've got six squads of border collies, and the local government contracts with them to run the geese. Is exactly. that what you're talking about? And I so so I work for the state government. Okay, yeah, yeah. and I I'm very connected, and you know I would I would volunteer my time to the state government, uh, especially like parks and watercraft. I'd have to volunteer my time because it's conflict of interest. Exactly, but I I'm, I'm allowed to do that um, as long as because it doesn't it. That doesn't uh, meet my that, that that isn't part of my job my my jobs job duties with the state. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not allowed to volunteer, you know, if it's right. if it falls within your job duties. Right. Anyway, so I would like to go into business with my dog Arlo. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be my business partner, and uh, you know, very low startup cost. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I need I need pet insurance. I need insurance for my business. I need insurance for my truck. You don't, need, you don't need any of that. I don't need business insurance? No. You and the dog are going to go run geese. It's not rocket science. Go run the geese. 
You're not going to wreck the dog, and you're not going to wreck your truck. You got you got insurance on the truck now, right? Absolutely. All right, just put the dog in the truck. Go run geese. (laughs) It's really it's not it's not not harder than that. Mm -hmm. And collect a check. I I would no. You don't need to overthink this, or you're not doing anything that's going to create any liability. That dog's not going to bite somebody. That's not a biting dog. Yeah, I mean, that dog's another a, dog. That dog's a herd dog. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a great dog. The only thing, the one thing I would be worried about is like him running out into traffic and and causing an accident or something. You know what I mean? Um, which I don't think will happen. But I don't either. I mean, yeah, you're you're you know, if it does all of that. You're a state employee with no assets. Nobody's going to bother you. You go the dog, you know, if my, you know, if, what if your dog runs out in traffic now and causes an accident, even if it wasn't in the, in the pursuit of a business, Mm -hmm. you know, be the exact same thing. You don't have dog insurance for that. But, but if it is my business and it doesn't matter. uh, Yeah. Okay. Unless you're making $20 million a year and then you need insurance and you need an LLC, but you're, you're not making $20 million a year doing this. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you end up with a whole bunch of these dogs doing this. You could end up with a legitimate big time thing. So here's what I would do. Keep it very simple. You'll run it as a sole proprietorship, go to the bank and open a separate checking account with your current social security number. Uh, your first, your, your full name DBA, it's called a DBA account doing business as Bella's Bella's, Bella's Geese Patrol or Arlo's Arlo's. I, got, um, I have a, I already have a name picked out. Don't, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Uh, then put it in the you know doing business as the name, whatever the name is, right? And then any money you make from geese chasing, you put into that account. Do not put right. it into your personal account. And then okay. any expenses you have associated with that business, which will be very limited expenses, maybe a little gasoline in the truck. Mm-hmm to go to the job yep. site, right? Miles and wear and tear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a little bit of that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too carried away, but whatever the real cash expenses are, whatever's left in that account then is your profit. When you pull money out of that account, because it gets a little bit in there and you want to take it home to pay bills with, you set aside a fourth of it to another account for taxes. Is that another, like a savings account? Yeah. Yeah. Just another little savings account. And that's just, uh, Bela's tax account. It's nicknamed. Okay. Cause you got to set aside, you got to withhold on yourself cause there's nobody withholding on you and you're supposed to file quarterly estimates after you've been open a year. Okay. So I'm an independent contractor and it's like 1099, correct? And that's what exactly. And so, so you're, in, yeah. you're, you're running a business. And yeah, businesses have to file I, quarterly estimates, whether they're an LLC, a sub S or a sole proprietor, you're a sole proprietor. The only yeah, reason to open an LLC is if you start wor- being worried about liability. And the only reason to be worried about liability is if you have a bunch of money, like if your uh, rich uncle leaves you a million dollars, then do an LLC. Or if your business gets big enough that it's got a target on it, cause everybody wants to sue everybody for something. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you got no yeah. target. It's a d- guy and his dog in a truck chasing birds. It's not a target. How much money do you make on that? Uh, you know, there's a similar company that uh, is local to my. Uh, so there is a little bit of competition, but not much. He has he has a crew in Dayton, a crew in Cincinnati, and a crew in Columbus. 
and I almost got hired with him to go do the Columbus route, but it's too far. It's, it was too far for me. Didn't make sense, and uh, I, I turned it down. Do you just go? Uh, you go do a run? What once a day or one twice a week said, or whatever? Said, yes, he said there was a hundred thousand dollars to be made in Columbus. Wow. Yeah, okay. and then, and you know uh, a, a, a girl that was doing it, uh, and they had, they drive Priuses, you know, gas efficient Priuses, and. Uh, you know, I've seen them do it. They they pull into the parking lot, and sometimes they don't even use the dog. They just walk over there. They just walk around the property and chase the geese wow. off of the boundary, off off the off of the property line. So yep. on the neighbor's property, yep. off of the property line of the person that they are contracted for. Yep. And then they come know, back and do it every three days or two days, right? Absolutely, and they yeah. get paid every time. Yeah. And the geese are back. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just what a, a life. It's just a harassing yeah. or, uh, federally or the, or endangered the, species. Yes, yes. Or, the geese, or, or the geese will fly over to my no, my other par- property that I have a contract with on the other side of the street, and I'll go over there and chase them back to the other. And property. get another oh, check. Oh man, man. That's, I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. That's about how bad it is, though. You're right. It's, that's, it's, that's the, I mean, that's that's essentially the way it works. But yeah, yeah you got to show the birds are just not smart. Yeah. You got to be consistent every day or every other day, you know, and then. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just... Uh, yeah, turns out the only way to get rid of them is illegal. So there you go. I never would have known yeah. about this had the, I, I not actually, heard this We call. had a guy, and he was in New York State, come to Entree Leadership mm-hmm. about five years ago at one of our events, and I sat and talked to him about this. That's the only reason I knew anything about it. I, I just got so enamored. I yeah. thought, what a great subscription, <laughs> recurring revenue business model. Go run geese off that come back every yeah. three days until you know because it doesn't like they're dumb they just keep coming back even wow. if the dog gets a hold of one of them i mean they'll they they're just dumb it's it's fun but yeah and and you can't kill them because they're federally endangered, endangered. so not legally interesting and so um yeah so you're you know you're stuck with arlo <laughs> running the geese off but, all yeah. right arlo's got a job to do arlo good old arlo He's making a hundred thousand bela and arlo yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sounds like a movie. It is. Yeah. Hey, man, go make you a bunch of money. If you start making a bunch of money and this gets real formal and you want to drop an LLC on it, fine. I would not go to the expense and file an extra tax return and go through all this extra crap. Just open it I in your know. social and just start a business. It's America. You can just start and go. It's that Love simple. That. It's really not anything to it. It's um, The good news is we don't live in Russia. You know, I think sometimes people want to start, they start businesses and they want to do all this stuff first and you don't even need to do all that. Well, and here's a, you you take a guy like this, a guy that's dog chasing geese. If you're unemployed out there. Come on, Oh my God. I mean, (laughs) you just hurt, you just got totally shamed. You did. Okay. Yes. This is a guy with a dog chasing geese and he's got a business. Okay. And he's making, he's going to make some bank. He's going to make bank on it. He's he's serious. It's real. I love it. What a country. What a country. America. America. All things possible, baby. That's it, man. This is The Ramsey Show. What's up, guys? It's Jade. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.